0: all right head and red are back riding the range here on uh saga 60 am I'm hello that, i'm gonna start okay. that again okay and here we are head and red back again riding the range um liana is here with me typing away why are you typing we're doing a podcast why are you distracted
1: I'm searching for things based on the list of things you gave me like five minutes ago.
0: I thought you were a quick reader.
1: Well, yes, but I need to. Why do you have
0: to do such deep research? These topics are so paper thin. (laughs) They don't require deep research. Because I am a nerd. Well, stop it. It's very distracting. Sorry. Also distracting is my dog sticking his nose in my garbage can again. And it's not a euphemism. I, 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 this dog is such a pain in the butt. I tell you, he, it, I give pay, I, 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 I pay money to give him top quality dog food, right? Like not the crap from just the supermarket, or it, I get quality dog food that you have right. to get ordered through the vet, I pay good money for it. He gets wet and dry food. He spends his whole day going through the garbage. Right. Like that's what it, you'd think that we were starving this dog, except if you looked at him. You're like, you know, he's 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 not fat, but he, he's not rail thin. Um, you'd think I'm starving the guy. He's but he goes through ca- all day long when he's not sleeping or peeing. He is mm-hmm. sticking his nose in the garbage and pulling something out. And he he's not even stealthy about it. <laughs> like he pulls stuff out, and you see him walking away like the like he thinks he's like the coyote in right. the Roadrunner, like doot doot doot. Like, but no, he's just so noisy and loud and it's easy to catch him with it. And, but like, I'm gonna have to get tops for all my garbage cans. Cause this dog who gets the best premium food wants to eat crap. This reminds me of when you go to like a mall food court and they've got all these really good alternatives and the longest line is McDonald's. Yes. Yeah, yeah so- talk,
1: talk about, um, you know, establishing habits in consumers, right?
0: Oh, you go there, there. There's all kinds of these healthier options. I won't say yeah. healthy options because food court. Healthier, <laughs> if to, yeah. If you're going to a food court for healthy food, yeah. um, you need to you need to redirect your energies. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a lot, all this healthier quality food, longest line mm-hmm. always for McDonald's. Yeah. Now, I'm not criticizing McDonald's food. I've eaten McDonald's food It's just
1: branding, right? They're it, used to it.
0: They just, they've got the impression that that's the fastest food they could get.
1: You think it's the fastest or just the most familiar?
0: Both. Okay. All right. Um, let's move on to something. Uh, uh, this, you know, there's been a lot of celebrity deaths lately. Yeah. Um, in the co- comedy world, we had Bob Saget. We had Louis Anderson, um, both great comedians. Um, but the one that really has hit me the hardest is our loss this week of Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, very sad. Like Gilbert Gottfried, I was lucky enough to have spent some time with him off camera.
1: Very nice man, yeah.
0: Quiet, the sweetest Mm -hmm. disposition. He's Mm -hmm. quiet, a nice guy. He's unlike many comedians. He will laugh at your jokes uproariously. Yeah. Yeah. Most comedians, if you say something funny, they get angry at you. Right. He would find great joy in anybody's joke.
1: Yep, yep. He never lost the ability to laugh at other people.
0: the, The generousness of his spirit as a comedian was unique um, and he never lost the ability to laugh at himself. Right. I mean, he, he would laugh at jokes on, at his expense as louder, louder than anything else. Right. And um, I mean, you met him with me at one point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was struck by how different he was as a person than his uh, um, public persona.
0: I was listening on uh, uh, another channel. Um, they were doing a tribute to Gilbert. Mm hmm. Apparently somebody did a documentary about him in like 2017, which I'm gonna have to find. Yeah, it documented his his life on and off camera and stuff like that. Apparently it's a, it's an amazing film, but <laughs> I never heard of it. Um, but he had his wife with him in this in this interview, and mm-hmm. she, very sweet woman. She, d- didn't that, she, she didn't want people to think that that she liked the documentary because she didn't want people to think that Gilbert was just this filthy man. Yeah, you know, this man it was just full of filthy jokes because she knows him to be so much more than that. and yeah. he's such a gentle spirit. And she didn't want people to think that he was just this on stage right. persona all sure. the time. Yeah, yeah, because he wasn't. No, it was a hell of a guy, um, you know, and the thing about Gilbert. See, there's some comedians who get up and tell jokes. You know, or they tell well, yeah, they tell like jokes. You know, things that come that eventually move to a punchline. Mm-hmm. Gilbert would get up and make every line in what he was saying funny without them being punchlines. He was a storyteller as much as he was a comedian. Yes, you know, as much as he was a joke teller, he was a storyteller. He,
1: he could do both, which was very rare. Most people have a skill one way or the other.
0: Yeah, he was. And he, he had such a unique voice. There's a lot of comedians out there. You know, you lose one. There's another one that takes their place. They're they're generic enough. Their material is similar enough. It's generic enough that there's no real feeling of tremendous loss. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Bob Saget had a very unique stage presence, very unique uh, approach. Nothing like he was on Full House. He was a filthy comedian. Um, Shocked a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, apparently, just one of the greatest guys. Um, cared for people, helped people out all the time. Uh, Louis Anderson, another gentle soul who he didn't, his material was very Louis Anderson in that it was storytelling. Um, So there were numerous laugh breaks in what he did. And he was a unique personality, Norm MacDonald, uh, somebody who I just loved. He was Mm -hmm. again, another unique he didn't just tell jokes. It was his unique voice, his mm-hmm. way of telling jokes, his perspective, his delivery. He was a unique talent. And mm-hmm. Gilbert Gottfried, also a very unique talent, not mm-hmm. just another, you know, idiot who gets up on stage. Is there anybody here from out of town? Anybody celebrating a birthday?
1: Yeah, no, he didn't have any of those. He actually deconstructed those sticky comedian crutches.
0: Yeah. and we've lost four uh, epic comic voices in a few months and but it really uh norm mcdonald and gilbert gottfried really uh really i feel a tremendous loss that mm-hmm. we're not going to be getting any more material out of them because nobody it's like george carlin nobody is george carlin
1: all right so even
0: george carlin wasn't george carlin in the latter years well he wasn't he wasn't as sharp but he no but Nobody is George Carlin and when he died, it's sad because there was no hope of getting more of those brilliant things. Right. Um, you know, you've got others who, who, who move in his spirit, like uh, like John Stewart when he's performing, moves in his spirit, um, you know, speaking truth to power. There's other comedians that do that. You
1: think? I don't know that anybody takes the risks that Carlin did.
0: No, because Carlin made it so that what, when people say these things now, it's not risky. Right. Or, the risk is very different.
1: Well, I mean, you get something like, uh, you know, a Dave Chappelle who, you know, points for trying. But the material is so raw and unworked that it doesn't land the same way. It just feels like a rant instead of something that he's actually workshopped and put craft into.
0: Yeah, he well, that's because he signed on to do too many Netflix specials. Yeah. And wanted without to out enough content. Them.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of original content in a short period of time.
0: It's easier to come up with a sketch show Mm -hmm. in many ways Mm -hmm. than stand up because the the, there's a lot more pad. Well, the the scene itself provides some level of humor. The interaction of character provides a level of humor. The Mm -hmm. characters you're playing provides a level of humor. You're getting the heavy lifting is divided by many other aspects Mm -hmm. Um, and Whereas when you're standing up there alone with a microphone, you don't get those pauses while somebody else says something, you know, the focus is just on you and you've got a whole, and your material has got to be sharp and Chappelle, one of the best comedians of the generation, but anybody is going to run out of material, no matter how good you are. Yeah. And that's why his whole thing about trends, I could see where maybe he was trying to go, but that yeah. was not, that joke hadn't been baked yet.
1: Oh, the, the, whole, the whole like set wasn't, it, it, was, it was too raw. It, it had not been refined enough.
0: Yeah, so he wound up sounding like a crank um, instead of Boy, sounding like a social critic.
1: He, sounded, he ended up sounding like just a person with an issue, you know, as opposed to somebody who was trying to How do I put this? Um, It's one thing to make fun of uh, uh, cultural conversation. It's another thing to feel like you're taking a swing at vulnerable people.
0: Yeah. And and somebody as, as successful as Chappelle does not need to punch down.
1: Yeah. See, I think he was trying to punch at the idea that there's just, you know, like, I I understand why he objects to the idea of there's entire groups of people you're not allowed to make fun of. But it would be nice if you spent a bit more time understanding the sensitivities. And it's not that you're not allowed to have fun with things. There are plenty of trans comedians who make fun of their own experience, right? It's just how it's done in a way that's laughing with instead of mocking.
0: Yeah, it's very difficult. But I never saw Gilbert really bomb And you know what? Unless he did it deliberately. Unless he did it. Yeah. The thing that really makes me sad is he was in Toronto only a few weeks ago. Oh, was he? Yeah. And I wanted to go. But because of COVID, I didn't dare go. Well, he was still performing. Yeah. A a, a few weeks ago, he did an amazing, amazing set. And I was thinking, all right, COVID's still here. Next time he comes around, COVID probably won't be here. I'll go see him then. Mm. And that no, you know, uh, I, I missed an opportunity. I mean, I made the right call. Um, but by the same token, I feel bad that I missed the last chance to see him perform. Yeah, it's well, I mean, he's got such a body of work that's out there that
1: I think people are reappreciating. I mean, the when it, that was one of the things about the, uh, you know, the Aladdin live action movie, it was missing something because he wasn't in it.
0: Because he, Gilbert wasn't one who believed that you need a certain amount of time after a tragedy before you could make a joke.
1: Well, that that was what got him into trouble with the uh, nuclear reactor thing in Japan.
0: Yeah. Then he lost the 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 Yeah, Yeah. I think Um, he didn't
1: mind that. He was probably bored of that at that point. Didn't probably like the money, but still
0: he did well for himself. So, yeah. uh, R.I.P. Gilbert Gottfried, I Mm -hmm. recommend You check out his stuff on YouTube, as Liana mentioned, lots of it there. And I'm going to search out that. I think it was called Gilbert movie. I'm going to search that out.
1: It it looks like it's on Amazon.
0: Is is, it on Amazon? Yeah,
1: it's available for pay through uh, Google, like the YouTube premium YouTube service. But yeah, it looks like it's on Amazon as well. And the the thing
0: I suggest people if they want short bursts is his appearances on Hollywood Squares. There's been some. Yeah, there's been some uh, sequences put together yeah
1: yeah he was really and that's all improvised right so you you see how good he was on his feet uh in those hollywood square
0: segments so sad actual loss to uh to comedy and when it's a loss to comedy it's a loss to humanity Mm -hmm. so uh fare thee well gilbert gottfried and uh when we come back we're going to talk about stuff that's less depressing, maybe less depressing, maybe more depressing. I don't know. It depends on what gets you. But we're going to talk about. Um,
1: uh, See, I don't I don't find this depressing. It's sad, but it's not depressing because right. a life it's well sad. lived.
0: Right. You're right. It's just it's it, it's sad because we're not getting anything more out of him. Yeah. We're not going to get any more of his entertainment for, you know, he, a voice has been silenced. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that sucks. Anyway, moving on from the things we've lost um let's talk about something new that we're going to gain whether it's good or bad will be determined it's there's a new muppet tv show coming um muppet mayhem muppets mayhem it follows the electric mayhem dr teeth and the electric mayhem band you know the people you follow the muppets you know you know the band from the muppet show
1: animal and zoot and janice that's
0: that's right yeah, um, it's gonna it's going to follow uh, follow them along a tour, I believe, and uh, Lily Singh is playing their manager. Yeah, which right away I'm like, uh oh. Yeah,
1: that that I had. I mean, I, I respect what Lily Singh's done career wise, but she she has a particular tone to what she does,
0: right? Very very zany. Well, no, and, and all of that is true. The other thing is, I found the Muppets always work better when they're working with actors who are playing themselves.
1: Yeah, Danny Trejo was amazing on The
0: Muppets. Because he was playing Danny Trejo. Right. right.
1: Danny Trejo knows the game.
0: Now, The Muppet Show was exceptionally powerful or popular in the late 70s. It started out they couldn't get a single celebrity to go on. And then as it got more popular, celebrities were clamoring to go on. It still holds up. I got the DVDs. It still holds up today. If you watch them, there's really because because of the fact, I mean, there's some fashion stuff with the guests that you're looking at and saying that's weird. But the way people dress these days, there's a lot of 70s influences coming back. But the humor and stuff, it's very timeless. And it was a great series. The premise being it was following the Muppets as they put on a show in this vaudeville type house. Um, uh, They had two old men who were who were uh, critics, who were hecklers. Mm -hmm. And they had a, a, a young guy who was who was in charge of the show um, and they had Kermit who was in charge of the show. And there was, it was just it, it, it just was simple mm-hmm. and it worked. It was good. Mat- Since then, they have tried to make new Muppet series. And as much as I've wanted to like them, They've they been were over- not good.
1: They've been overthought. Yeah. And, and the 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 sweetness and the whimsy and, and the variety element to it was not there. And I think it's so strange with shows like The Masked Singer and America's Got Talent and stuff that they can't make a Muppet show work. Well, I mean,
0: they tried uh, I don't know what order this is. They tried Muppets Tonight, which was sort of a throwback to the original Muppet show. It it was very hit or miss, though, the material. Yeah, it was not it it was not well written. It didn't have that charm. They did the Muppets now, I think it was called, which was the one that was done like The Office.
1: Yeah, there's too much, uh, you know, that meme. How do you do fellow kids? Yeah, there's there's too much. How do you do fellow kids in the modern
0: Muppets? Well, they did that show and it had Kermit and Miss Piggy uh, divorced. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And wow. him with a, new, a new girlfriend. And yeah, this is not what is the matter with people? Who wants to see Kermit and Miss Piggy divorced? Who wants to see modern angst and, and unhappiness introduced into the wonderful world of the Muppets? Like, why would you even think of introducing yeah. sadness? Like, yeah. that, visiting sadness like that on two beloved characters. Yeah. Why would, these are people who are thinking too much and not at all at the same time. Like, we need to, this is like a Zack Snyder version of the Muppets. We need to make it about current events. We need to make it uh, political. We need to make social comment. No, no, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. The Muppets should not be about that. The Muppets should be timeless and exist outside of mm-hmm. all of those real life things. And then they, they, they did that one. Remember, we saw that uh, that one, which was like a series of uh, YouTube Windows? videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were talking to each other like on, on Zoom. And then they would run short videos like YouTube. Yeah. And that was definitely, how do you do fellow kids?
1: Yeah, that
0: was trying way too hard. And I really wanted to like it, but just couldn't. It it was so uneven. And all you sit there doing is thinking, why isn't this good? Yeah. Like you're sitting there mourning the experience you could be having Mm -hmm. instead of the experience you're having. And Mm -hmm. I I don't, the, the problem is, the people who are involved in this, this is like what happens with uh, the comic book industry. You get people growing up reading c- comics and they have their favorite stories and interpretations of characters, and then they become the people who write uh, the comic books. Yeah, and they wind up writing comic books that are reflective of the comic books they read 20 That's years right. ago. That's right. You know, the, the, the most ardent fans aren't always the ones who can deliver the best product because they don't have the necessary distance from it to say, here's what works. Here's what doesn't. They've got yeah. this emotional tie blinding them. Right. And so they they come in um, with this reverence for the yeah. material, but the wrong kind of reverence. They yeah. don't know what to revere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's And it gets that feeling of You know, back in the day when you people photocopied things and you'd photocopy a photocopy and it'd be less good quality and you photocopy
0: the photocopy the photocopy and the the image would degrade. yeah, for me, it was uh, dubbing uh, videotapes, copying videotapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first copy would be okay. The second copy, not good. The third copy, muddy. Yeah. And that's what that's what we've got now is this dilution. Yeah. Of what used to be good about them. And I love the Muppets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's no reason a Muppets couldn't work nowadays. I mean, you you see uh, throwback shows like the Cuphead cartoon on Netflix. It's completely homage, like completely homage to old Warner Brothers and Disney shorts. So good.
0: And yet at the same time, very reminiscent of the animation SpongeBob, style of, of Ren and Stimpy and, Ren and the humor Stimpy, of, SpongeBob. of Spongebob. Yeah,
1: yeah it, but, but I mean, those cartoons both drew from the same source material and that's the thing. They weren't they weren't copying Spongebob and Ren and Stimpy copying classic Warner Brothers and Disney. They were standing alongside, okay, we're going to go back to the source material and so it ended up being more like Spongebob and, and Ren and Stimpy, the, the, the original run of Ren and Stimpy because of that right? They, they knew the originals. They knew what they were homaging. They knew what they were creating in the tradition of instead of how do you do fellow kids? And I mean, the game's the same way. They made a game that was very much a niche appeal, right? Because it was so hard. I love Cuphead, the game. The minute I hear Cuphead, I just go Cuphead. I'm so excited, but it's hard. Right. They they made something for aficionados in multiple ways. And the cartoon has the same quality. And I mean, I think it just it might partially be, I don't know, with the Muppets. Well, you know I what think- I think it is with
0: the Muppets? No Jim Henson. And I don't mean strictly only Jim Henson, the person could do this properly. But Jim Henson, a central person who has a vision. This is very clearly a committee. Putting these yeah, shows yeah, together. Yeah. There is no yeah. one person who has in their gut the understanding of what makes these characters tick and what makes them what makes their appeal enduring. They, they so you've got a committee of people, and the only thing a committee has ever done that, that is a good decision is deciding to adjourn. Committees yes. are a waste of time. They're where people go to kill ideas. Oh. They're like they're like. Uh, it's like what they did with killing Caesar. Okay. <laughs> where they all stabbed him. So you didn't know which one delivered the killing blow. A2 committee. Yeah. And, or like what they do with, with uh, firing squads. You don't oh know which God. one actually has the bullet. The rest have blanks. <laughs> so it's a bunch of people. They get together and all of them kill ideas. And that so, way you can't blame any of them for killing the ideas. You must love what Elon Musk is doing
1: with Twitter right now.
0: I don't love much of anything Elon Musk does.
1: Oh, but this is like corporate kaiju fight. What's going on with Twitter right now? It's so good because you can't stand anybody. You don't care who wins. You just want to see them beat the crap out of each other.
0: Yeah, uh, that can I say the c word? Yeah, you can say, no, okay, well, I can that, say that word. That C word, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, but, but
1: yeah, sorry, that that's a different, yeah, different word, very wouldn't different. Think, wouldn't even think of saying that. Not no, the other way. Never no. mind. Let's move on. But let's yeah, move it's, on.
0: it's just um, so funny I'm, that
1: you know Elon Musk. Well, okay, yeah, 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 I want to join the boy to Twitter, and then there's rules. He's like, yeah, no, I think I'm just gonna do a hostile takeover of Twitter. Oh, oh, but
0: the uh, the new series. Muppets Mayhem um, is uh, is going to be developed by Adam F. Goldberg, who I I think I've seen Adam F. Goldberg's name on things before. Yeah. A guy named Bill Beretta and Jeff Yorks. And they've got a 10 episode order that they're filming this month. Starting filming this month. Episodes will run about 30 minutes.
1: Adam F. Goldberg is the creator of the show. The Goldbergs.
0: Oh, is that where Adam? Is that where Goldberg comes
1: from? Yeah, he's also done some work on The Simpsons. Um, he did the Muppets Wizard of Oz. He was a writer
0: that didn't do anything.
1: And the Muppets Mayhem. Oh, that's that's the new one. Yeah, that's
0: the new one. Um, the um, uh, they're looking at the uh, the series as basically a five hour movie narrative broken up into ten and a half hours. I mean, animals in it, so. Well, it could work if they take a spinal tap kind of approach. If they mm-hmm. take a waiting for Guffman type of approach mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, they, they do that and they play the, the Muppets as completely real people. Um, yeah, it could. This could work, mm-hmm. but I'm so afraid that it won't.
1: Yeah, because of the the previous the incarnations. By, yeah, the yeah, 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 but yeah, I'm yeah. going
0: to cross my fingers. And hope that, that uh, this new Muppets, Muppets Mayhem, um, uh, that it works. And, and um, uh, we'll talk about it when the time comes, when it finally, no release date that I can see yet. Yeah. Can I tell you, Leanna,
1: how much mm-hmm.
0: I hate Amber Heard?
1: Oh, you'll get no argument from me.
0: She is not even a nominal talent. She She's, is, yeah. she has... She has a glimmer, you know when you have had a, a, a campfire and you stomp it down and there's tiny wisps of smoke that come out, there's like, there's like on one piece of kindling, there's like a little bit of red still. That's the talent that she has. The what's the left over after a fire is stomped out. She, there, she is not uniquely talented. She is not uniquely beautiful. She is.
1: You don't think uh, so? I think she's very pretty. I mean, she got cast in Aquaman, She got cast in Aquaman, because she looks like Adam Hughes's take on Mira, right? She doesn't to me look
0: like like anyone's take on Mira. Mira has Mira's skeleton weighs more than Amber Heard. And Amber Heard does not have natural red hair. She has crazy person red hair.
1: Well, the the tint they put for the Aquaman movie, it wasn't even the same as this. Oh, no, I'm going to mention the Snyder Cut. Uh, not I hate even, the yeah, Snyder Cut. Not even the same as the Snyder Cut. It was a different red.
0: Actually, I don't hate that. the Snyder Cut. I hate fans of the Snyder Cut.
1: Yeah, the Snyder Cut was very long, but did have better moments than what ended up in theaters. I will give it that. But yeah, she's just. Uh, that's, like that's, com- that's
0: like comparing a more gentle. Um,
1: I mean, uh, Night
0: in Prison. Compared to some other cellmate that you had,
1: for people who are not aware, I did not love Aquaman the movie as much as Ed did. There was I really loved
0: Aquaman. I thought it was great and yeah, silly. He and just big liked and watching, silly and fun. Liked watching Jason Momoa flex. <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, was the big yeah, deal for me. You, you yeah, just, oh yeah, Jason the, Momoa. That's yeah, the one. That's what that, did it for me. I like it thing. was big and epic and silly as it anything. Was, which boring. I love superhero movies to be. It, it didn't boring. take itself as anything other than a superhero movie. I liked Aquaman. I thought just
1: I thought just because of him. Like Jason Momoa is not really to, I mean, he's not the biggest talent in the world either, but at least he has a skill. He has a presence. Right. Amber Heard
0: has no presence.
1: Well, and, she's her presence is stank face. She's constantly above it all in everything I've seen her in.
0: And I do not understand. Like Warner Brothers had the opportunity to easily get away from having her in this film and to take themselves out of the politics, they they just
1: no, they did not want to, you know, fire a victim, a woman's victim. Don't
0: fire her. You just say this movie is not going to feature Mira. Well, I would have written her out
1: too. I I think it, but I mean.
0: Leave it um, open for a third movie for someone else to come in to play Mira. What um, I would have is, just written her out with the or put her in for like 45 seconds saying goodbye to Aquaman and well, now maybe it.
1: maybe that's all she is in the movie. Right. We don't know. We just know she's in it.
0: But, you know, Warner
1: Brothers has inherited the days since DC has done something stupid counter. Right. Days since DC has done something stupid. Zero. Right. It, it just, I well, don't Warner's,
0: know. Warners, it doesn't do anything particularly smart when it comes to the DC University well, they... uh, extended. They've done some good things, but they, there's no organized vision. Like when stuff like the original Wonder Woman happens or stuff like uh, the new movie, The Batman happens, mm-hmm. it's almost like it happens in spite of what goes on at Warner Brothers rather oh, yeah. than as a result of any leadership there.
1: I don't know. I thought uh, James Gunn had an interesting comment on that because he directed the the good Suicide Squad movie, right? Yes, Uh, that DC is always going to be hit or miss because they give directors creative control. And my thought is, unless it's Patty Jenkins, apparently she had to fight for the best parts of the first Wonder Woman movie. And you could tell how tired she was by the second Wonder Woman movie because it wasn't nearly as good. But I mean, my issue with Warner Brothers is they pick sides in that thing and they pick sides, you know, because they got rid of Johnny Depp on Fantastic Beasts. And and and
0: which I guess brings us back to what we're supposed to be talking about, which is this lawsuit that's going on between them. I personally believe Johnny Depp. He has witnesses and she hasn't she doesn't even deny some of the things that he said. Uh, which leads me to believe that the other things are probably true too. I think she is a, a, a nightmare. I think she's nuts. I think she's controlling and, 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 and uh, anxious and uh, insecure and mean. And that, just based on the stories that came out, because Johnny Depp, he had relationships with a number of actresses and models before. Not one of them ever said that he was abusive to them. In fact, they came out and issued a statement saying Johnny Depp has never been abusive to them. Yeah. Somebody who is an abuser doesn't just become an abuser.
1: Mm-hmm. Not, not unless there's some sort of brain injury or something. It is possible that somebody, they get a you know, traumatic brain injury, their personality changes and that. But there's no evidence of that. I mean, Johnny Depp's been a, a pseudo-functional addict his entire adult life. Right. And yeah, I mean, he's when he was with Monona Ryder, he used to trash hotel rooms, but he was never violent with her
0: here. Explain to people the case that happened in the UK and what was really being decided there.
1: OK, this is what has me worried about this case. OK, as well as I'll explain the UK case. They had a different burden of proof in the UK in that the newspaper had to prove based on preponderance of evidence that what they printed was essentially true unlike in the us where johnny depp's legal team now has to prove it's false not you know the paper now the difference between the case in the uk and the case here is here uh, in virginia Johnny Depp is suing Amber, Amber Heard for an op-ed she wrote in the wrote in the Washington Post directly in so the she's UK. Being,
0: she's being sued for her own words, as right. opposed to in the UK, uh, as, he as was a, suing what the paper wrote, and the paper yes. had to prove that it had a preponderance of evidence, they believed what it wrote was actually factual.
1: Well, basically the judge had to believe that it was more likely true than not true, that the paper basically published they did appropriate due diligence. There was reason to believe what she was saying. And basically the judge decided, Johnny Depp, well, you're just an addict. You don't remember doing it. It's it's more likely true than not true. So finding, you know, finding for I guess it was News of the World or whoever it was, Daily Mail, whatever. Um, no, it wasn't Daily Mail. Daily Mail's done breathless coverage on it. But anyway, the the paper in the U.S. and see that was the problem is the plaintiff was the the publication not Amber Heard herself. And I I could see based on that, why a judge would go, well, if I'm the paper, I'd probably believe her too. Okay. Right.
0: And that's what would have to be decided. Yeah. And it what needs to be decided this time?
1: Well, see, it didn't matter what she did to him there because it was the question of whether or not he was a wife beater. Right. The question was not whether he was a wife beater, but she was also a husband beater. Right. If he hit her, ever, and the judge determined in 12 of the 14 cases, it was more likely true than not true. Now, a lot of evidence in that case was excluded. Why do I know so much about this? Oy. Um, a, a lot of evidence was excluded in that case or not presented at trial there that is coming into the case in Virginia now. I don't necessarily know it's going to be enough. It might be. Um, it's a jury trial right now instead of a judge trial, which means it's all about how, you know, a collection of regular people feel about things. I quite frankly think that goes more in Johnny Depp's favor than Amber Heard's based on the temperature out there right now. And her stank face. Well, she's not, she's not doing herself any favors with-
0: the- Well, she was supposed to give money uh, from the decision to charity and she instead had Elon Musk give the money.
1: Well, she claims she was gonna. I, I'm getting this third hand, but she claims she was gonna do it, and then then she claimed he sued her, Johnny F. sued her, so she needed the money for that. And then, yeah, Elon Musk tried to pay it, but um, and you know, gee, why would Elon Musk? Um, well, there's allegations when,
0: that he was well, exactly, that's what I'm her. saying, yeah. and she
1: denies that, and yet, okay, if you're not, um you know, if you're not entangled, sleeping, yeah, entangled, that's the word, right? If you're not entangled, to use the Jada Pickett Smith term, why would you dump that money into it? He's he's almost he was almost flexing on on that one, which just sort of to me indicates a certain abusive dynamic that they were carrying on that way and just rubbing Johnny Depp's face in it. That's you know, what it looks like to me, right?
0: Well, you know, the thing is, this is um, where the Me Too movement um, has a moment of pause for me. Because there is ample reason to believe that she is not telling the truth. But according to Me Too, you're supposed to believe the victim. The problem is, as soon as, you take, as soon as you say someone is a victim, you are automatically... Making a decision before the court does. Well, see, you, it, it, it's okay. like believe the complainant, um, but why would you? Why would you just believe anybody uh, because of their gender? You shouldn't, because women are as capable of lying as men. To well, say otherwise is... is 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 completely absurd. Um, and I understand that it's a it's a feel back or a, 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 a blowback because for generations. Uh, since time immemorial, women weren't believed even when they were completely credible. So I understand. Women it's still me aren't. Up. Still women aren't. still aren't believed a lot of time. Completely credible. So I understand that that people saying that this isn't fair to the guys who get accused is like too bad. It wasn't fair to women. The idea that right. it's unfair to anybody it, 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 that it's okay yeah. to be unfair to anybody is yeah. That's, that's not, not a right. good rationale for anything. Yeah. But he's his career. His career could come back. Um,
1: I think I think his career will come back in some way. If this goes against him, it will take more time. I mean, Mel Gibson's working again, for God's sake.
0: Yeah, there's his career, I believe, will can come back from this. Um, And but the loss, uh, the the loss he's had, the earning potential that he has lost over these years, thanks to an accusation Mm -hmm. that or a series of accusations that may in fact be false by somebody who is who has a mean streak.
1: And I I get the sense that it's not just about that with him. He doesn't really seem to understand the concept of money. It's they took away. She didn't hear him say it. She took away his ability to play Jack Sparrow, a character that he had, you know, a real emotional
0: attachment to, which I don't even understand. I hated that character. I thought that was the character was so broad well, and he, he I, wanted I, to was... do a
1: movie his kids could see right and a, a lot of his other output was sort of adult art house stuff hey dad
0: why are you stumbling around like you're on drugs and drunk
1: look he says it's a funny pirate also it's johnny depp you think his kids hadn't seen that before
0: yeah um i hated jack sparrow i thought he was the worst part of all those movies because he was I... so ridiculous
1: i thought he was well utilized in the first film after that it got a little extra but I mean, that's not the point. Other people liked it, right? It- yeah, and he lost
0: that franchise. Now the thing is, they were already looking to pivot that franchise because it had, it, while it continued to make money, it wasn't making as much money. Yeah, um, and they're expensive to make. And they're so they were looking to pivot it, looking for another tentpole actor, uh, actor, actress. So I use actor meaning gender neutral uh, to come in and revitalize it. They tried that with Margot Robbie. Who uh yeah. that didn't work, but and because it wasn't a great movie. I um, mean, in,
1: in some ways, Johnny Depp dodged a bullet, though, because if he kept going on the Fantastic Fantastic Beasts franchise, he'd be stuck with J.K. Rowling now, which in some ways is worse.
0: He's got a certain amount of public sympathy behind him right now. So, do you have any prediction as to how this case is going to go?
1: <sighs> I. My prediction is it will come down to what the female jurors think of Amber Heard. It will not be a logical conclusion. It will be a feeling. It's going to be whether or not they believe her and everything else will be a justification after the fact. And because that if you look at public opinion, how did you start this segment, Ed? I hate Amber Heard. Right. If somebody identifies with Amber Heard because they were a victim of a, you know, a a female victim of abuse, they're going to believe her no matter what. If somebody more identifies with Johnny Depp as a guy falsely accused and abused himself, that's a narrative. uh, People are going to side with him. There is no logic in this. Um, I've been taking it based on the odd wording of every statement. And of course it came out that the Washington post heavily edited the, um, paragraph in question to, to dumb it down, I guess, to try to avoid getting sued, but. What, what it, do you mean by
0: paragraph in question?
1: Uh, one of the things that's come out on the internet is the emails between the Washington Post and Amber Heard basically asking her to tone down the language in the accusation that she's now being sued for in the op-ed. She describes herself as a uh, public figure associated with domestic violence or something like that, as opposed to, uh, you know, my ex-husband beat me. You you would think that if somebody felt strongly enough about this, they would just come out and make the accusation, right? That's what's bothered me about this whole thing. Every time she's made a public utterance about this, it's been cutesy. And I put myself in those shoes and I go, if somebody, you know, as somebody who's been assaulted at work more times than I can count, when I talk about it, it's not- I am a public figure associated with abuse. You don't know, no, it's I, that dude. You know that that dude took out his private parts and said it was a goiter or something like that. That was something that actually happened to me. No, it was a tumor. He said it was a tumor. That's right. But it's like I describe what happened because it happened. Why can't she say what happened?
0: Well, I guess she's more afraid of being sued than you are.
1: Well, and and in that case, it was the paper. But even her original statement was not right out. This is what he did to me. Right. right. And and there's a there's a bunch of weirdness. We didn't even talk about the poop in the bed. You know, look it up.
0: Look it yeah, up. Yeah,
1: I mean, the, the whole case is just I do think that at the end of the day, what the commentators on court TV said is correct, that they were two people that should not have been together. They were bad for each other. They should have gone their separate ways instead of this death match.
0: All right. Well, we'll watch that death match. Another kaiju match uh, to to entertain us. All right. We don't have very much time left, but we did mention the uh, story off the top. A a man in, of course, where else, Leanna? Florida Florida, um, went into a uh, store. And he let me call up the story here because it, 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 this is it, it kind of month. Yeah. So um, a guy
1: stole a crossbow by shoving it down his pants. Yeah, there, that's
0: the tweet. Yeah, he was at a true value hardware store <laughs> and they, it was caught on closed circuit TV stuffing the 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 crossbow down his pants and he got to leave. Yeah, he left. They didn't catch him that day. He was arrested a few days later in the parking lot of a nearby store. Like Uh, somehow he walked out with a crossbow in his pants. There's
1: there's actual video on the Sky News website of the guy like shoving the crossbow down his
0: pants. Now he walked into the store with a uh, crutch, so I suspect that he he was Uh, limping. He
1: was limping, but it didn't matter. But so you know, someone looks over and
0: goes, "Man, if I was packing something like that, I'd limp too." Yeah. Um, Because now the, the scary thing is. Why does a guy this stupid and this crazy want a crossbow? This is this is not comforting. I mean, the fact that they sell crossbows in hardware stores in the United States is just insane to me. Um, yeah. You know, I, and
1: the fact that it was a hardware store, so he used a pair of t- cutting tools to remove the security tag.
0: Yeah, like, but who says, I'm going to walk in there and walk out with a crossbow in my pants and no one is going to notice me? Like, you... You have to be you have to be a certain point of denying reality to do that. And yet at the same time, it turned out to be reality. The funny thing again, there's some nexus going on in Florida where they pull in things from the weirdest parts of the universe.
1: There's actually a reason that it seems that way. It's not necessarily true. It's just that um, uh, all these things are all these weird cases are public record. So news sources like news outlets just scour Florida public records for weird stories.
0: Oh, all right. Yeah,
1: that's the reason behind it. It's it's a it's a cork of their system. But the fact that the guy with the crossbow, they issued a warrant for him, but he's currently in custody on unrelated burglary charges. The guy just can't stop stealing.
0: There's a there's a there's a Netflix uh, documentary here.
1: Yeah, just crossbow pickedo. pants, crossbow pants. Yeah, that's,
0: just, that's what we call it. Like Tiger King, crossbow pants.
1: I, I don't know, I, th- I think we need a catchier
0: name there, Ed. You wouldn't, you wouldn't stop, if you're flicking by things, you wouldn't stop at something that said crossbow pants. Who
1: flicks by things anymore?
0: Well, the, the menu has all these little tiles there. These, uh, the, the, these thumbnails with the title of the show and a little graphic. And if you saw clock, uh, 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 crossbow pants, Wouldn't you stop and say, huh, I wonder what the hell that's all about?
1: I got to admit, I only watched the Nicolas Cage movie Pig because it was a movie starring Nicolas Cage called Pig. And it was actually a really good movie. But I I admit I watched it for the novelty factor.
0: I was sad about the outcome of that movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, but I was sad. Yeah, it was
1: tragic. Spoiler
0: alert, but uh, I wasn't happy with the resolution. He's got a new movie out. Where he plays Nicholas yes. Cage,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: John Claude Van Damme did that in a series uh, years ago. I don't yeah. know if it was on Netflix, but it was called John Claude Van Johnson. Yeah, and it, it was, was good. It was hilarious, smart, and funny, and he totally took the the piss out of himself. It was um, it was a brilliant series, and it really sustained. Um, and so that's the newest thing for people who have become sort of laughingstocks: embrace it. Mm-hmm. and then people love you for it mm-hmm. and uh this nicholas cage movie looks quite interesting he plays an actor named nicholas cage who takes a, a payday that he probably shouldn't have mm-hmm. and it, it it looks rather funny mm-hmm. um we'll have to see but nicholas cage is just one of those guys who seems like he never he, he's psychologically incapable of saying no to any bad script that crosses his desk he doesn't want to I mean, he made put the bunny in the box or
1: something like that work. Uh, it was it thinking Conair
0: Conair? That's right. Yeah. All right. Um, that's it for this week's show. Uh, Leanna can be found at Red K on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Her uh, YouTube channel is called Leanna K. Um, and there's videos four days a week for the general public that are entertaining and informative mm-hmm. and funny and thought provoking five days a week if you're smart enough to support Leanna through Patreon. Uh, yeah. uh, Patreon.com. Leanna K. Isn't that my, how it goes?
1: Yeah. My favorite video this week was a list that I um, got from people like responding to me on Twitter about words that have lost all
0: meaning. All right. Check that out yeah. on Leanna K., the YouTube channel. Um, and uh, there's other stuff. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, you can find me at Ed the Sock on Twitter. Ed underscore the underscore sock on uh, Instagram and TikTok occasionally. And i uh, got a Facebook page and follow uh, newmusicnation.ca for the best music videos from independent Canadian artists across the country. And uh, that's it. So you know what time it is now, Leanna?
1: Time to say the, the bye-bye?
0: All right. Well, yeah, it's time to say our unique trademark sign-off.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs>